Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Hey team, welcome to episode 23 of the Level Up with Katie B podcast. So chuffed to be here and just super pumped to rip into the episode, to be honest, because this week is our monthly energy report. So if you're new to the podcast, what that looks like is I take a look at the trans, the solar transit through our human design chart, and I give you insights into how you can work with each of the gates that are activated through the solar transit over the month ahead so that you can harness that energy. So you can be really intentional about how you work with that energy and apply it to your life and business to make things easier, right? Because that's what I'm all about, helping you make your life and your business easier. Before I launch into the solar transit though, just a few things. First of all, huge, huge thank you to everyone that has been sliding into my DMs, giving me so much love for the podcast. I honestly have had the most beautiful feedback over the last month or so in particular for the podcast and just people sharing how it's impacted them, how it's helped them understand more about why they are the way they are. And yeah, just lots of really incredible feedback. And I so appreciate that because, you know, sometimes I do have my training wheels on, right? Like this is all very new to me, the the wonderful world of podcasting. And so to hear that it's having a positive impact really just makes me so happy. So I'm really grateful for everyone that has slid into my DMs. And, you know, if you want to, Um, actually leaving a review on Spotify or Apple iTunes is actually really, really incredible as well, because that actually helps more people find the podcast. You know, all the magic and uh, witchcraft and wizardry that happens with the algorithms on these types of platforms means that the more five-star reviews that I get for the podcast, the more people get to hear it. And that just makes me so happy. So if you have time and you feel inclined, that's such a really beautiful way to support me and and make sure more people hear the podcast. Right, shall we get into it? I um I think I mentioned in last month's energy report, I love to, at the start of each month, just sit down, take a look at what energies we're working with and be very conscious about how I can explore these energies in a way that's going to be supportive of me and my business. Like essentially, I want to use these energies to help benefit myself in life and in business. And I want you to be able to do the same. So if you have space for it, sitting down with your journey, journal and just jotting down any notes, anything that stands out. You know, I often talk about some of the shadow aspects that come up with the energies through the solar transit. That can be a really awesome, that could be a catalyst for some really beautiful investigation for your own personal development journey. So feel free to do that. Either way, even if you're driving, just sit back, enjoy the ride. You don't have to do anything. Just let your unconscious mind kind of soak up what it needs and Our brains are pretty good at doing that, hey? Things will stick out to you that don't stick out to other people, and that's what it's all about. It's for you. It's all about you. 
All right, so just in case you are really new to human design, what you need to know is that it's an incredibly profound system that combines ancient wisdom, astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the chakra system, as well as quantum physics. And what it does is actually gives us a blueprint of our individual energetic nature. And through that, we can learn some really incredible things. So what the energy reports do is talk about one of the aspects of our chart, which is the gates. And inside each of the 64 gates, there is held archetypal patterns of human behavior. And we get to learn how to work with it and explore the different layers of it. And and specifically, we get to be inquisitive about how we are expressing those energies because we are all expressing them uh experiencing them sorry through the transit but that doesn't mean that we're all going to be experiencing them the same and that actual process of self-inquiry is one of the most powerful things about human design how do you associate to these energies what comes up for you you know so the idea of these monthly energy reports is for you to just you know help harness it so that you can use them all to your your greatest potential and for those of you that don't know, uh, I'm also a certified tarot therapist. So I did my training through the International School of Tarot, tarot Therapy, which is founded by Marina Lovas. You know, she's one of my really close friends and she's also um, been a guest on the podcast. She's amazing. And if you want to check out her work, I'll link it in the show notes. If you are interested at all in learning how to read tarot, there is nowhere else you, you should look. She is the best. So, um, but I only mentioned that because my connection to and my love for the tarot um, has led me on this journey to connecting each of the energies held within the 64 gates to the different archetypal journey and patterns of behavior that come up in the 78 tarot cards. So as we go through the monthly energy report, you will probably you'll notice I'll talk about tarot cards that invoke similar energies or cards that you could use to support you while we move through these energies that we're working with through the solar transit. So that's a really cool, cool extra layer of magic to add to your energy report. Alrighty, shall we? Shall we just dive in? Uh, so we start the month. We uh, Today's the 2nd of August as you sit here listening, or maybe not, depending on when you're listening. But from the 1st to the 5th of August, we are working with the energy of Gate 33 from a solar transit perspective. So Gate 33 is the energy, it holds the energy for a powerful personal narrative. And one of the cards that I associate this with in the tarot is the Two of Swords. So. This energy can be a really powerful ally in your personal life and your business because it's about learning to or being very conscious about discerning truth, uh, your own personal truth from the truth of external influence or from the story of external influence is probably a better way of uh, putting it. And also allowing yourself to use the lessons and wisdoms from past experience to help shape your future, to rewrite your future, to rewrite your story in a really um, beautiful, empowering way. So it's an awesome time to reflect and some of the stories, uh, sorry, some of the questions you might like to ask yourself over this time are, are there old stories that have been holding you back? You know, it's so easy for us to listen to the voice in our head and believe that it's true, right? 
you know, the stories, even things like I'm a great mother or I'm a shit mother or I'm not good at maths. I'm arty, but I'm not this, you know, these are all stories that we tell ourselves. They're stories that we identify with for, for reasons from based on our life experience. And some of them may be very true, but some of them, if they're not life-giving, they could have potential to be, you know, disempowering. And if they are disempowering, then, you know, the incredible thing is that we get to change that story, right? We get to say to ourselves, oh, what could I do to flip the script on this? What can I do to turn this old story that I'm working with into something more empowering? Maybe it's like, well, if maths is important to me, then I'm going to really be conscious about the way I develop my skills and learn in a way that is fun to me and exciting to me rather than in a way that I was forced into or so on and so forth. I think you get the get the point. Like we don't have to when we when we start questioning the stories that we tell ourselves, that gives us the opportunity to stop being railroaded unconsciously into a life that is not as magical and fulfilling as we really want it to be. So what you're really doing by asking yourself these questions, like getting really curious about the stories that you're telling yourself, is helping to identify any limiting beliefs or narratives that might be lingering in the background. And those those disempowering stories, those unresourceful stories, are often they're what is hindering our growth. It's like a little bit of a handbrake on us moving forward in life, right? So simple questions about, you know, each time you have a, a potentially negative story or, um, yeah, disempowered story that you hear, each time you choose to question that, you're going to get closer to pinpointing what the underlying story is behind that. And that actually opens doors to recognizing the impact on your life now. Have they kind of impacted where you are now in your life journey? And and perhaps what behaviors you've formed, what sort of traits, personality traits you've formed around these stories. And you get to decide whether that's a cool thing or a shit thing. And then, you know, from there, I mean, <laughs> the the world is your oyster, right? Because that, these are the points, these are kind of transitionary points in our life where we get to decide what we want for ourselves and reclaim our power, take our power back from from disempowered stories that we might be telling ourselves. So you get to envision the possibilities. You get to rewrite those stories. And one way that I love to to embody this sort of energy of gate 33 is to really, you know, once I've done that questioning part, like what what stories am I telling myself that aren't supportive of me living my best life, stepping into my full power, then I get to envision the possibilities if if I was to choose to rewrite those stories. So you might like to try that. How would your life change? How would your business flourish? What new opportunities would emerge if you decided from today that that old story didn't apply to you anymore? It doesn't mean that you have to uh, pretend, you know, life situations didn't happen to you. But what if you chose to see that you've learned the wisdom and, and alchemize that into something new? What if you chose to let that be something that actually catapulted you forward? So, you know, and I'm not, that's not to say that we don't need support because quite often when we have been carrying around old personal narratives for a long time, we can hold them quite tightly, hey, because often they come as protective blankets that have been, they formed, these stories formed out of necessary or, you know, 
so many different reasons, but that's why quite often we do need support. We need people to hold space for us because it is a major transition when we start to reclaim these stories or rewrite these stories. You don't have to do it on your own and you probably shouldn't do it on your own because you know, when you help, when you reach out for support like that, it allows you to do the inner work, do the inner healing whilst knowing that you've got like essentially an external safety blanket. It helps you pull down the walls of your own personal safety blankets that might have been wrapped up quite tightly that might be part of what's slowing your progress in life. And so when you invite in support, it's like someone else gets to be your safety blanket. So you can actually pull back yours a little bit and and start spreading your wings, start growing into, you know, expanding and that's where the really real magic happens, right? When we allow ourselves, other people to hold space for us and support us through these major transitions. With gate 33, as I said, it is activated from the 1st and the 5th, uh, 1st and the 5th of August. And it's it's also a beautiful reminder just not to rush into any conclusions or, or search immediately for solutions because the reason for this is that this process of rewriting old narratives or using the past wisdom that you've had to to write a more empowered story, sometimes that takes a bit of time to actually um, get clear. You know, when we rush, we can tend to bounce back into old habits. So over this time between the first and the fifth, actually just slowing down to create space for yourself to be make more empowered decisions moving forward might be a simple strategy that you can use so that you don't reactively fall back into old patterns of behavior based on old stories that you've been telling yourself. So moving on between the 6th and the 11th of August, we are working with gate seven. Gate seven is housed in your G center, which is the energy center at the middle of your chart, at the center of your chart. And it is also known as a personality crystal. And gate seven holds energy for natural leadership. So when I think about uh, Gate Seven's energy, I think a lot about the kings in the tarot. So not just any one of the four kings in particular, but every single one of them, because the kings are all about us stepping into our natural leadership abilities. And so this time between the 6th and the 11th of August is going to be really incredible in it energy for us to to help level up like expand into our muchness expand into our leadership capabilities and there's a couple of things that you might like to think about over this time is like what is your unique leadership style what sets you apart as a leader you know what are your strengths and how can you use them to empower those around you whether it be your family your community that you serve through your business you know your colleagues at work what is it that makes you you know what what how do you step into your muchness how do you lead what is your leadership style do you acknowledge it do you even see yourself as a leader these are some really incredible questions to ask because i can guarantee you even if you haven't thought about it for a while you are going to be the type of person that has a unique leadership style and i know this because you're listening to this podcast and anyone that's listening to any sort of self-improvement, personal development podcast is the sort of person that is a leader. And it might not necessarily mean that you're a lead from the front type of person, but that's why it's even more important to ask yourself these questions. Like, well, how do, how do I really support my community? And then embrace that and, and own the shit out of it. Like you just recognize yourself for that, because that's a really beautiful way for you to 
it's almost like giving yourself a nod like yes I am capable and I am strong and I am a leader and I have other people's best interests at heart and when we do that when we give ourselves that recognition it is one of the layers of self-love that's really vital for us thriving in life so don't undervalue that and you know take this as an opportunity to look for incredible personality traits that you have that support you in being a really brilliant leader. You can also use this time if you are in business to think about how you can leverage this energy to foster, you know, more positive and collaborative work environments. Um, And what I mean by that is like actively seeking opportunities to support and guide your community. This energy of gate seven is like it wants you to spread your wings. It wants you to fill up the space that you came here to fill up, not not shrink, but to own your strengths. And by doing so, you're not only stepping into your own personal leadership but you're also facilitating teamwork and empowerment of others but you're also you whether you know it or not energetically unconsciously people look at you and they go wow look at that incredible you know look at what she's doing look at how she's taking up space how she's taking ownership of her personal power and that energetically sends signals to other people like maybe I can do this too maybe I've got some attributes like that that maybe it's okay for me to take up space I don't think there's any better leadership than that right like leading by example whether it's energetically physically so yeah, it's it is hard to separate the energy of Gate Seven with its leadership style from communication as well, right? Because good leadership often involves good communication. So you might find this time a particularly good time to encourage open communication. And specifically, if you are in business or you're a team leader or even in your family unit, right? Like open communication and feedback about whether what you're doing to support your community is is effective. If there's anything you can do to tweak or support you know open honest feedback and that means that you have to be that's vulnerability right that is a super vulnerable place to be to to be open to receiving honest feedback but that is a vital part of really strong leadership and so not only is it going to support you and your kind of leadership evolution but you're also creating a safe space for ideas and opinions to be shared so you can see in a business from a business perspective obviously that's really fucking powerful but what about in a family unit right creating a safe space for ideas and opinions to be shared can you imagine like I just think back to my childhood if I was given that space um, in the family unit I think that would have been really empowering and I really would have enjoyed that so don't undervalue those sorts of relationships and building you know taking up space owning your personal leadership inside your family unit as well So yes, it might also be a nice to just reflect on um, if you are a kind of lead from the center, lead from the front type of person, is it working for you? Is it not? This energy over the time between the 6th and the 11th of August is really about, it gives a beautiful opportunity for you to be really inquisitive about that and just see if it's working for you, right? And if it's not, then this is a really beautiful opportunity to start inviting in new perspectives and new opportunities for you to express yourself in your leadership. From the 12th to the 17th of August, we are working with the energy of gate four. Gate four is housed in your Ajna. So 
Your Arjuna is the second energy center down from the top. So your crown is the top one right at the top of your chart and then the Arjuna. So whereas your crown is your connection to source and inspiration, your Arjuna is like your information processing center. And the gate four, which is um, I've called uh, the untangling of ideas. It's like uh, making order out of chaos almost. The ability to make sense out of confusion. But it's not necessarily the um, cognitive, (laughs) it's not necessarily the cognitive function that helps us make sense out of confusion. Often it's allowing ourselves to use our intuitive understanding and apply that to to confusing situations in order to bring some sort of direction to chaos. So a lot of this energy in gate four is about not rushing. It's about trusting your intuitive abilities and and make uh, understanding out of fresh ideas, new ideas that you haven't really seen before, but allowing space for the understanding to formulate rather than trying to force it. Oh, I wrote a um, social media post recently about when you're trying to create content and you feel like you're about to pop a hemorrhoid because you're trying so hard to come up with the solution to, to create something engaging, to create something educational uh, or informative for your community. And it just feels, sometimes it can feel really fucking painful because you're like, eh, I've got all these good ideas when I'm on the treadmill at the gym or going for a walk. And then I sit down at my com- computer to write and it just won't flow, right? So the gate four is going to be a really beautiful time for us all to let the intuitive understanding sort of unfold. How can you apply this? Well, I think the best thing to do is make sure that you have some sort of intentions. Maybe you might have stumbled across confusing or complex situations that have you feeling a little bit uncertain. And instead of letting the pressure to find quick solutions kind of force you to into action, try taking an intentional pause to listen and feel what your inner guidance has to say. This energy is super supportive of letting understanding unfold naturally. Um, like I said earlier, so just giving yourself space and almost like intentionally turn down the cognitive like function a little bit so that you can feel into what's dropping in. And the thing about this is that our intuition is quiet, right? Compared to our critical thinking, our intuition is generally more of a whisper than a yell. Our thinking mind will be like, you know, you all know, I know you've had these moments when you've had these nudges of intuition, like, oh, that this doesn't feel quite right. But, you know, I can't logically make sense of that. So I'm just going to bulldoze over that intuitive knowing and follow my critical thinking instead. And then on reflection, you look back and you go, oh, fuck, I really should have trusted my intuition on that one. And so learning to create, that's why creating space over this period, actually creating space between the 12th and the 17th to do things that allow you to listen to the whisper, right? And what does that mean? That means getting quiet. That means getting really connected to your body. Sometimes it means meditation. Sometimes it actually just means, you know, going for a walk, anything that brings you back to your body to the sensations that you feel in your body. Not necessarily always a somatic feeling. Sometimes it is a a legit whisper. Uh, Sometimes it is that internal knowing that you might not feel anything, but you have this knowing that you can't really express or explain to anyone else. The energy of gate four is inviting us 
to welcome that because the more we welcome it, the more we wrap our arms around it and say, yes, you are valuable. I see you whisper. I know that it's not, I know that I am not going to be able to explain it necessarily to someone else, but I trust it. And the more that you do that, the more we kind of have the ability to make order out of confusion. Isn't that such a beautiful concept that we don't have to pop a hemorrhoid trying to solve a problem? (laughs) I think that is the beauty of going on this journey to be, you know, like reconnecting with our intuition. So getting curious and and experimenting is going to be a really important part of this process and understanding that your intuition is a vehicle for valuable insights that can often lead us to more informed and aligned choices in life and business. So it's 100%, I truly believe it's worth utilizing the energy of gate four over this time to support you in, if nothing else, just support you in reconnecting or intentionally reconnecting with the your intuition. And and being inquisitive about how it shows up with you in your body, how it shows up specifically for you. Overall, the more we embrace the energy of gate four, the more comfortable we actually become with not having to force certainty. And that I for me has been really relieving as well. I've been through a really weird time in the last couple of weeks in my business where I know I, I've had a goal. I've had a very clear intention and I've been talking to Clay about it quite a lot. And But that goal has nothing to do with making money and it has nothing to do with metrics. It has everything to do with supporting my community. It, it has everything to do with showing up and, and giving essentially. But there is no real way for me to measure that and it's a really uncomfortable feeling because it's like, well, how do I know if I'm succeeding, right? Other than, you know, the odd beautiful, DM that slides in, there's no real way for me to know if I'm having the impact that I set out to with the intention that I had. And what I've learned and this what made me think of that is that I know, I can feel it. I know that I'm in the right path and I'm actually just using my human design strategy and authority to keep putting one foot in front of the other to trust that even though I have no certainty right now if this is panning out perfectly for me and where I want to take my business, I trust that I'm feeling it in my body and it feels really right for me to be be showing up for my business in this particular way right now. Now that might change next week, but the point I'm trying to make is that the more I get comfortable with my strategy and authority, which is a really big part of my intuition, it, the easier it gets for me to be sitting in the space of uncertainty. So that provides me and hopefully it will provide you an opportunity for growth and learning um, rather than something to be feared, right? I think humans just naturally just hate uncertainty. We always want to be certain. That's why, yeah, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But yeah, so to apply this energy, you might find yourself making decisions that are more, yeah, you might actually find that you're making decisions that are more in harmony with your authenticity, which is exactly what Level Up with KDB is all about, right? Like building your life and business in alignment with your authentic and and most nourished self. Um, so yeah, gate four between the 12th and 17th of August, totally a beautiful time to really put some time aside to get quiet and, and intentionally start rekindling or fanning the flames or reconnecting with your intuition.
Moving on to the between the 18th and 23rd of August, gate 29 is activated by the solar transit. And I have called gate 29 the teamwork makes a dream work gate, which is honestly one of my favorite phrases. I use it in pilot life all the time when I'm flying. (laughs) We cannot fly a 180-seater jet aircraft without having a team that works together, right? So you'll hear me say that all the time at work. Um, so this is the energy of the four of wands as well, but basically it's facilitating community and collaboration, bringing people together and building mutually beneficial relationships that support not only your own growth, the growth of the collective, but also positive outcomes each and every day. One of my favorite energies, I think community and building really honest, authentic relationships is such a vital part of business, certainly a vital part of life. I mean, there's so many studies that reflect that, you know, we actually increase our lifespan when we are in collaborative relationships, when we work with other people. So between the 18th and 23rd, it might be a really nice time for you to take a look at like what are the quality of the relationships? What are the quality of the collaborations you're in at the moment? And and are you fostering relationships that are truly nurturing to yourself, to your own growth, but also contributing positively to your life, to your business? And and is that creeping outwards? You know, is that supportive of the way that you want your family life to look like, your career to look like? And does it feel good to you? You know, do you have good boundaries with your relationships? It's all about relationships. It's all about you intentionally welcoming positive collaborations and with that intentionally setting boundaries with collaborations or relationships that are not supportive right so both both sides of the coin there and one of the shadow aspects of this gate is like if you're someone that finds yourself over committing your time if you find yourself over giving to other people um a lot of the time that comes from us kind of not valuing our own time and not valuing how vital really positive collaborations are, right? Not just the you in the relationship, but the we in the relationship. When you actually recognize that you don't have to sacrifice everything to make a collaboration work, there's a lot of power in that, right? And you can actually start inviting in. I always, you know, I'm all about aura hygiene, right? So the more you can get rid of any relationships that aren't supportive of you and the way that you see your life, the way that you want to thrive in life, the more you remove relationships like that out of your life, the more you create space to welcome in really positive and empowering ones. And that I, I, just don't underestimate the power of that. I mean, I know you have relationships in your life that are just so beautiful. You know, the friends that you can call and you haven't spoken to for years maybe, but you check in on them, send them a little quick text and you know that they're there for you and that, you know, it's a mutually beneficial relationship with no real obligation. These are the sorts of relationships that we want to foster using this energy of gate 29 between the 18th and the 23rd. So some questions you could ask yourself are, what would change if you said no to relationships that are no longer in alignment for you? Do you actually need some emotional or energetic support to help you navigate any experiences inside relationships that you know are not supportive of you achieving your goals in your life? And what I mean by that is quite often we can end up in these unhealthy relationships or collaborations 
not through conscious decision-making processes, right? Like this is something that comes from unconscious programming. It comes from people-pleasing tendencies. It comes from undervaluing our own time, our own energy, our own resources. And so, you know, it might start with like, yeah, I can miss my gym this morning to come and help you move your couch. And that might turn into next minute, you know, your you're just sacrificing a lot of your own needs and wants in order to keep a relationship alive that really isn't supportive of you in the first place. So I really encourage you over this time. It can be quite tricky, hey, because when we become aware of unhealthy or unbalanced relationships, it means that often, uh oh, now we've got to put our like we've got to put our big kid pants on and and have some tricky conversations quite often. And that's why I say support is quite good. I know I've had support. I've had support from therapists before to help me um, you know, speak up in my romantic relationships to help me build stronger romantic relationships because, you know, sacrificing my needs and wants in, in the moment sometimes feels like the easiest thing, but what impact does that have long-term, right? It's the same thing, whether it's a romantic relationship, a business relationship or a friendship. So having support, having someone help you clarify, like, is this healthy? Is this a good boundary that I'm setting or not? All right, so moving on from the 23rd to the 29th of August, we are working with Gate 59, which is housed in your sacral. And this is the Gate of Sustainable Abundance. Boom, who doesn't love that? I think of it, I've associated it with the tarot archetype of the Six of Pentacles, the energy that connects us to the spiralic flow of physical resources and reminding us that abundance is available to us, but it really asks us to trust in the flow of resources and and know that sharing and receiving support are integral to sustainable abundance, right? So what I mean by that is that we there is no in breath without the out breath. We like making investments. Let's just call a spade a spade. Like spending money to make money. Now that doesn't mean just hand over fist to throwing resources away in the hope and the wish that oh because I'm throwing resources away it'll all come back to me. No, that's just bloody irresponsible. Being very conscious about it, but also thinking about how are you clinging too tightly? Because if you are clinging too tightly, if you're not willing to invest in the right things at the right time with the right people, that's sometimes when we become stuck. That's when we literally suffocate ourselves in life and business by not being willing to, you know, allow that flow, that inwards, outwards breath to happen. So what's at the core of this is trust, right? And confidence, confidence in ourselves to be able to turn that out, outflow into something. I know, you know, when you make a really huge investment, especially when it's like in your own personal education or personal development, just because you've spent the money, there is no guarantee that that's going to um, then guarantee you any sort of gains in the future. Why? Because it still involves us having to do some work. It still involves us having to read the text, sit the exams, you know, show up for ourselves day in and day out. So, but the difference here and the energy of gate 59 really wants you to um, know that when you are using your energy and resources, when you've got that outflow that's happening in alignment very intentionally and you are taking the aligned action, there that's when the in-breath, that's when the oxygen starts flowing. That's when the lifeblood starts coming back. So it's a it's a kind of multifaceted process, I guess, where you 
you can't you can't sit you can't evolve if you sit in your room hoarding your books and and you know not sharing or not going out into the world but as soon as you go out into the world and take a line to action that's when the opportunities and synchronicities and resources start like flowing right so you you know um i sound like a broken record but the use your strategy and authority to help know what is in alignment and also use your trusted advisors you know whether it be your financial advisors your coach your therapist all these people are going to help you know when you can trust yourself to to have the outbreath so that you can keep that um, spiralic flow of resources so some questions that you might like to ask are are you gripping too tightly to money or resources for fear that there is not enough you know, and what support, like you've probably had experience that have, if that's a case, experiences that have made you kind of tr- distrust the universal flow of resources, which is totally fine, right? That's okay. That needs to be acknowledged. And then what, what support do you need to be able to, to help you build that trust again? So then as we move on to the end of the month into the start of September, so between the 30th and the 3rd of September, we're working with the energy of gate 40. Now, the gate 40 is the gate, the energy of the wise guide, and I've associated this with the energy of the king of cups. So this energy really, really brings us home. It winds up the month with this really beautiful energy of like filling your own cup before you go out and hold space for others. It is a leadership card again. It is a leadership gate. Um, And the energy really emphasizes the value of self-care and replenishment to enable you to sustainably contribute to you and your wider community. So. One of the biggest things for gate 40 is, well, look, honestly, just knowing when to set boundaries and the shadow expression is overgiving out of a sense of obligation. That's why these boundaries are so important. Um, Letting yourself be taken advantage of. If you are finding that, then this is a really good time to call back your power in these types of situations. Because not enforcing boundaries that are in support of your sustainable emotional, physical or energetic well-being is ultimately not doing you any good and not doing any good for your wider community or for the collective. So yes, Gate 40, a really beautiful card. The King of Cups, uh, I say card, <laughs> Gate 40, which I associate with the King of Cups, just so such a beautiful reminder for us to rest to do the things in our lives that really support us in filling our emotional cups more than anything, like specifically, like how are we supporting ourselves emotionally, our emotional health, our emotional well-being, and what boundaries, if any, are we breaching at the moment that are not enabling us to do that, right? And how can we call our power back? And how do you actually feel? How do you feel about looking after yourself before you look after other people? I can guarantee if you're a mother, there's probably some uncomfortableness around that. And, you know, that's totally fucking normal. And no, you, yeah, like I I don't know if it's possible to to be the caregiver of um, even an animal or a, or a child or anything and not have some sort of level of like guilt around having to look after yourself at times. But we all know we are no good to anyone else if we are dragging our asses on the floor. Like if if you can't 
you cannot support your community, you cannot support your family if you haven't first filled your own cup. So the end of the month, what a beautiful time for check-in, like almost do a bit of an energetic stock take there. Like, how am I going with this? How how am I going with looking after myself? And maybe be a little bit more intentional about making some time for that. All right, team, that is the energies we're working with for the month. I know it's a lot, hey, it's actually a pretty, it's a pretty full speed month, actually. And I think that's another reason why sitting down and, and allowing yourself to ponder these energies before we go into them is quite helpful, right? Like it's very powerful to know what you're working with before you enter into it so that you can make the most of it. Embrace the wisdom, take what you love, drop what you don't. It's all, it's a personal journey. And I'd love actually to hear what your experience is over the month of August, how the energy report kind of panned out for you. Was it, did it feel like, oh yeah, okay, that was really helpful. It was really good to know that before I went into it or maybe not. I'm open to to all feedback always. That's it for me this week. I have got no offers. I have got, other, well, you know, I've always got my human design uh, readings and tarot readings. If you are wanting to investigate those, you can click the link in my bio or go to levelupwithkdb.com. My Instagram page is a really beautiful place for free resources. You can download your human design chart there. And my newsletter is such a great place to just get weekly little tips and insights in your inbox as well. So all those links will be in the show notes. Thanks again for joining me here today. Again, just so grateful that you tune in and really massive shout out and thanks to all the people that have um, slid into my DMs with really positive feedback about the podcast. Totally appreciate that. Until next week, team, take care, keep milking the shit out of life and I will catch you in the next episode.